<laughs> We're going to start right up. We have one more information item, and it is the concept design for the new elementary school at Reed. Mr. Bergen, I'm going to invite you to just begin. Very good. Okay, so uh, good evening again. It's, it's my pleasure to share with you the uh, proposed concept design for the new elementary school at the Reed site. So similar to, uh, I'll start this one out similar to that is Stratford. The, in essence, this is a, a new neighborhood elementary school designed to, to have at least 725 students to open and start a school 2021. At the outset, we had designated a maximum project cost of $49 million. Um, this is sort of what we envision the, the timeline uh, to look like moving through the, the design and construction process. Uh, earlier this evening, Dr. Murphy mentioned a five-year sort of planning and uh, designing constructing cycle. We started this one with about four years to go. We began back in, uh, in last October with a joint county board, school board uh, session. Uh, we're, we're at the concept design school board approval anticipated in April. We had originally thought that that would be March, so our schedule has slipped a little bit, but we do intend to absorb that through the remainder of the project schedule. And really, this is the first time that you're seeing the, the concept design. You'll, you'll see it again at, at schematic, and then just like we did for Stratford this evening, you'll see it for, for final approval and uh, uh, construction contract award. This is what the, the meeting schedule has looked like since we began the BLPC PFRC process. We started back in October. Uh, all of the meetings have been joint meetings. Uh, I think that's a, sort of a lesson learned from the fleet process, that it was, it was better to have the committees in the room to hear each other, hear all the, the voices and perspectives in the same place. Uh, we've, we've had a number of other uh, types of meetings, including a site tour in December, a community forum in uh, January. Uh, at, at the end of January, we sort of took a, uh, a consensus um, poll and ranking exercise around the six design options that were developed. We had a break there where we kept going on the transportation uh, study components. We had a session um, in, on the 21st of February. We intended to have one last night. It did not occur. It's rescheduled for uh, two, uh, two weeks for, on the April the 4th. Um, and then we introduced a meeting last week with the BLPC and the PFRC to review uh, the cost estimates. I'll, I'll explain that a little bit more um, uh, when I get to that section of the presentation. You'll see a few uh, TBDs looking out into the future for the schematic phase. Uh, really, we, we sort of need um, the concept approval, and, and since we slipped a little bit on that, we haven't set the meeting dates for that. We're sort of in the process of, of arranging those uh, uh, currently. A, a couple of thoughts on um, what happens during the design process. It's, it's a very iterative process, and so uh, we thought it important to distinguish between the, thing, the types of things that happen at concept design and the things that happen at schematic design. So the big decision around the concept is where the building is going to go. Uh, that's really the, the most important decision that, that we uh, could hope to come from out of the, the concept approval. Uh, so it's building location, general building massing, and, and how much we want to reuse the existing facility. There's um, an existing building on the site. 
And then looking forward into uh, schematic design is where we get much more uh, detail. We'll work to resolve, refine, and complete the educational specifications. That's the list of spaces and everything that goes into the building. Uh, we'll get much more uh, detail on what the building actually looks like, you know, materials, articulation of the exterior elevations, and we'll dive much further into the vehicular access and, and on-site on parking. So I showed a very similar slide to this when we had the joint uh, county board school board work session. You may or may not remember. There's, there's an 84-inch uh, storm sewer that essentially splits the site in two. And in October, I shared that that would be a major development constraint on the site, and that has proven, certainly proven the case. Um, on, on the site, you'll see uh, a dashed line that represents the APS property. Most of the, the site is, is, is owned by APS. There's a corner at um, uh, Lexington and 18th that's owned by Arlington County. Um, on the APS section of the site, there is the existing library branch, Arlington County Library, and then currently the children's school and integration station are in the, uh, the other half uh, of the building. There's a couple of um, uh, on-site parking areas, one sort of behind the library off the, the neighborhood street, and then one a little um, uh, closer off of McKinley and, and 18th. There are several uh, fields, and um, it, it's a very well-loved and appreciated site. There's a lot of activities going on. Uh, sure enough, there were people out there on the sledding hill yesterday. I've seen photo evidence of that. Um, and there's a number of other uh, types of fields. There's some courts, there's open play fields, uh, there are uh, um, playgrounds. Uh, so it's an incredibly active site located near a lot of uh, commercial and retail areas at the, at the Westover neighborhood. Uh, some of the, the questions that we had to answer early, early on during the concept process is, can we build on top of the existing facility and is it a good idea? Uh, and we spent lots of conversations within the BLPC, PFRC, reviewing those two questions. And, and the results of it were, yes, we can, in fact, build another level, a second level, on the existing uh, single-level portion. It's sort of the D-shaped area on the bottom plan. Uh, there's certainly some things that we needed to take into consideration when, when doing that. Uh, and those are sort of in different buckets uh, identified there on the, on the screen. So from a teaching and learning environment, uh, the, the existing spaces with the curved corridor and the way the classrooms are laid out are very effective for a pre-K and K environment. They're less effective when you go up into the older, the older grades. Uh, so that's something that needed to be uh, considered. The, um, not to be too technical, but we sort of went, uh, when the existing facility was built, it, it kind of went halfway to accepting another floor. Uh, the, the structure is, is capable of receiving that additional floor. The type of roof that was installed had, has to be removed and sort of uh, enhanced in order to build up on top of the, the building. And even when we would add the second floor to the building, we would still need a a substantial amount of new square footage in the neighborhood of six, over 60,000 square foot just to meet the needs of the new program. 
a few images from our design process. We've, we had a lot of activities that looked at uh, it, that helped draw out from the committees what they felt was most important at the site. Uh, we also had design workshops that were um, designed to, to kind of um, foster empathy around the constraints of the site and the, the limitations and possibilities of, of where we could, we could build. And the results of that were uh, six different design options that came out of that, of that process. In speaking to the, the cost component, we had developed and shared some preliminary estimates with the committees uh, along the way to help, primarily to help them provide comments and meet the charge that the school board had provided to uh, identify options of varying levels of cost. So at the, just like we do on every other capital project, once we're completed with the, the design efforts of the phase, we go into sort of a focused estimating uh, activity. And the, the results of that estimating activity came back to us and they showed that all six of the options we uh, had um, originally estimated had, had increased. Um, there were a few um, uh, important distinctions to make. So the early estimates were prepared by the architecture and engineering team. It was before the school board had acted to award the contract to the construction manager at risk. Um, and, and once that award was made, the, the CMR could undertake its estimating activities. And, and we received updated estimates. We sort of locked ourselves in a room for the better part of a day to reconcile between the two groups. And then we had finished our reconciled estimates. So those, that's the material that we shared with the BLPC and the PFRC last week to get their, to get their options. Um, through that conversation, and certainly the correspondence that followed up from the meeting, there's, there's still a very um, overwhelming preference for the scheme that we're calling the integrated scheme above any other option. And the final reconciled total project cost estimate for that option is just over 55 million. It's at 55.1. And so just speaking a little specifically about that particular design option, uh, the, the blue shape on the screen is the new elementary school. And in essence, what this option looks at is to uh, contain all the development on the site to the one side of that 84-inch pipe running down the middle of the site. So what that involves, it involves a removal of a significant portion of the existing building and constructing three to four levels of space in that area. The benefits of this option is that it preserves the, the greatest amount of open space. Um, and it provides sort of a consolidated school facility. Uh, some of the options looked at distributing the uh, elementary program between two buildings. Uh, some of them looked at uh, similar two buildings, but maybe a, a physical connection that bridged over, uh, an aerial bridge over that um, utility pipe. And this is Ms. Peterson. <laughs> so the project funding for the Reed School, um, originally in the CIP was $49 million. 
um, 38.25 million in bonds, 4 million from the capital reserve, 1.25 in operating, and then some jointly funded items totaling about 5.5 million. <clears throat> now at concept design, um, all of the estimates that we have um, show that the project uh, is coming in around $55 million, which would require an additional $6 million for this project. Um, we're still working through this process. We don't have a specific source of funding yet determined for that $6 million. Um, as we proceed through the CIP process, uh, the board can evaluate um, available options for funding the, this $6 million. Um, in addition, I believe uh, the part of the charge to the staff and to the BLPC will be to try to ensure that the project doesn't come in at $55 million, that it comes in at something less than that. Uh, one of the things I want to draw your attention to is the green shaded major construction bonds figure because in the CIP, and I'm going to show you that next. Oh, you can't see that very well. <clears throat> well, I can't see that very well. You might be able to see it perfectly. Um, the Reed project um, is not scheduled to be brought to the voters for authorization until November of 2018. It's scheduled to be on the referendum this coming fall. So at this point, we have the funding in order to continue through the design process, but before any construction can begin, um, we will need to go to the voters and tell them how much this project is estimated to cost and put it on the referenda for them to vote on. So there will be a definitive point at which um, a decision will have to be made. And so to, in summary, the recommendations are to uh, approve the integrated concept design, including the uh, general building location, massing, and extent of, of reuse renovation of the existing building. To approve a maximum total project funding of $55 million. Uh, reaffirm the criteria that I first mentioned, uh, that it would be a new neighborhood middle school for at least 725 seats to open elementary, elementary school. Thank you. Um, I heard that. At least, uh, at least folks are awake. Yes, thank you. Uh, a minimum of 725 seats and uh, for completion in 2021. Uh, and then lastly, to direct staff to proceed to the schematic design phase. And as Ms. Peterson mentioned, uh, charge the staff and the BLPC members to look for ways to reduce uh, project costs to get it closer to the $49 million available, uh, as close to that as, as possible. And that is all we have for you this evening.